No, I listen to it all the time. I tell all my friends to smack it raw. Podcast contains mature content. If you simply express by the host, announcer, those are the hosts. Discretion is advised. Welcome to the number one wrestling podcast. I'm pouring up the Smack and Raw podcast. I am your host, the Patron State of Podcast and the Word Mad Reader. I didn't have one this week, Katie. I, I honestly didn't. So we're just going to move past that. I know you were. I saw the look on your face. Your host, the Patron State of Podcast and the Word Mad Reader. And I am here this week with my co hosts. Uh, first and foremost, she is the Shaman of Shilit, the Host of the Chili Showcase, Inside the Mind of, In the Crowd, Story Time with the Hardest Working Woman in Podcasting Today, Miss Katie Kinsey, Bay Bay. That's me. Hello. And making his return to Pornhub for the second time, uh, good friend of the show, host of Cage My IQ, and apparently uh, White Vince this week. Vince is just getting whiter and whiter every week, um, and now apparently Ginger. It's yep. Dan Bagley. What's going on, Dan? Not much. Apparently, I can watch uh, the NBA All Star Weekend and still be on the show at the same time. So, hey, look at you! Hey, hold up. <clears throat> Pretty sure wasn't it the three of us last time Bakley was on? And Tim. So. Yeah, we had Tim too. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It was a four person show. That's right. Which is why the show went so long because Tim loves to talk. <laughs> Love Tim. A chatty a little cat. He isn't isn't Tim. He is. No, I love him. I'm gonna have to come back on. Um, eh. oh, Dylan's here too. See, Dylan shows up when Bakley shows up. He's like, Bakley's gonna be here. I'm gonna go check out the show. Dylan's not a weekly viewer. He's just here to see Gingers. That's all he wanted. So, well, I'm gonna be on hey. his show tomorrow. So, that's okay. Um, Vince, Vince said he was gonna be off for three weeks. This is week three. If he doesn't show up next week, then he's got some explaining to do. Then he does. Uh, and yeah. we got Kofi in the chat as well. Um, how are you guys doing? Everything good? Good. No complaints. Um, as you see, I moved my uh, setup from the room safe house to the living room. So, from the safe house bedroom to the safe house living room. Yep. <laughs> a little bit more of a scenery now. You, you can actually see, see a light behind me. Well, the problem with that is, though, the more you move around, the more people see the layout of the safe house, the easier it's going to be to find you. I still am waiting for you to tell the story of why you're in a safe house under uh protection but that's a story for another day maybe he um, shouldn't be telling that story if we want him to stay safe well i mean if they're watching and they see him whoever's looking for him knows who he is and what he did i don't he just can't give us a location if they can't find me now they never will i was gonna say he keeps saying he's in jersey but we all know no self-respecting person would be there so he's got to be somewhere else i tell everyone i was in jersey too if i was hiding true i love you bakley um (laughs) Katie, news and rumors. Yeah, not a lot because not a lot has happened in the past like two weeks. Um, new NWA women's tag team champions, the Renegade Twins, which they're great. 
people probably know them from the few times they've been on AEW. It's because the Hex is now in Impact, so they had to do some things. I The only thing I will ever give Billy Corgan for credit for, and I said this on my show too, um, is Camille and the tag team champions, the women's tag team champions. Everything else fucking sucks. Fair enough. I agree. Um, <clears throat> Vince proved today that Billy Corgan is wrong because he couldn't find enough bracket spots for fucking women for a little thing that he was trying to run with all the promotions and everything uh, <laughs> in the GC. And as I was looking, he was listing off all these promotions and women and just having to add more and more and more. I'm like, yeah, no, Billy's full of shit. There are plenty of women out there. They just don't want to work for your bitch ass. I don't blame him. I wouldn't want to either because he's a piece I'm, of shit. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure Camille wouldn't be working for him if she wasn't champ. So, Oh, yeah, no, I'm, she's waiting for that contract <laughs> to expire. It needs to soon because she can be doing so many more better things if she was not with them. She was my favorite when it was actually good, when I actually watched NWA Power in the beginning before he morphed into the tire show. So, um, <clears throat> Allison, I, I was aware of that. Um, I am a consigliere. And I was uh, apprised of that information and uh, fully support that decision. Um, sometimes you just got to get wet, rid of those old, <laughs> gross, yellow shoes. You get yourself, you know, a new pair or be like Valhalla, walk around barefoot. Whatever works, just oh, get please. rid of. Yeah, I know. It, please, it, no. Any, uh, no. Mm -mm. Anyone but her. Could have been. You could have named anybody else versus barefoot. No. Solo Sokoa? Yeah, that's fine. Okay. She's not gross and dirty like Valhalla is. She was just on TV. It was the first thing when I thought of a woman barefoot because Allison was talking to me. First thing that popped Hell, Marina Shafir wrestles barefoot, apparently. I'd now, have to watch Marina Shafir wrestle to actually know that. She was on... What was I watching? She was on something. Elevation, probably. That's probably what it was. But I don't watch Elevation, so how did no. I see this? <laughs> I don't know. Um, and the only other real thing that has happened besides Roman passing 900 days because it's Roman um, is Jerry Jarrett died. I, I still don't remember what day this happened. Tuesday? Wednesday? Tuesday. Wednesday morning. Tuesday night or Wednesday morning. Yeah, I think it was Tuesday night, Wednesday morning. Which is the only reason I am not spitting his child this week. I'm going to let him slide for a week because <laughs> he wrestled none of his father. And uh, as Max Caster said in his rap, Jerry Jarrett was a legend. So you get a free pass this week, Jeff. Well, as, that, as, that as second as part wasn't important. As a request I, I, from I, his uh, wife, his wife asked uh, Jeff to wrestle because his father would want him to. Because he wasn't yeah. going to. So, Jeff gets I have my opinions on Karen, but uh, I'll keep that to myself. Oh no, not, that's not, not the her, uh, Yeah, not her. Uh, Jerry's wife. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. okay. Specify, specify the wives. Yes. Uh, Brodus looks like a goat, but uh, I would not call <laughs> him the goat. Um. <clears throat> so, so that's it. That's all we got for news and rumors. It, 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 literally. Well, oh, and I, I think I already said that Mark Briscoe is now officially all elite. Which we you kind know, of I saw, figured was going to happen. 
Yeah, but I saw like the weirdest reactions where people are like, oh, it took his brother dying for this to happen, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, why make it about that? Why not just be happy that we are where we are, that he is all elite, that TNT decided to drop whatever issue they had of keeping them off TV and that he is going to be able to post his brother's passing, uh, live out this dream that I'm sure that they both had on television for a major wrestling promotion why not just be happy why have to make it something negative well it's the fucking iwc that's it, i was gonna say you yeah. just answered your own question there Matt. and i just uh, there there speaking of that there is news that uh tony khan made on wednesday on busted open that they finally will be doing ring of honor they're oh, going to yeah. be uh, doing the tapings the 26th 27th and 28th in florida and they will start uh, show, showing it on Honor Club on Thursday, March 2nd. So it will be every Thursday it will be posted. See, it doesn't count to me unless it's on network TV. If they're not on TNT, TBS, or True... They couldn't put them on True TV. All Wait, True anything. TV has is yeah. Impractical Jokers. They yeah. have nothing else. Come on. They're going the same round as NXT when NXT was just one hour every week on the network. Oh, those were the good old days. Yeah, except WWE was way bigger than Ring of Honor and had way more subscribers when they did it than I'm sure the Honor Club does. Like, I don't feel like I am I am going to subscribe to Honor Club uh, just to watch a weekly Ring of Honor show. Especially the way... I, I'm going to watch YouTube clips. I'm going to see what they do with it and where it goes before I make that commitment. But this is not something that has me jumping yeah. to my fucking phone and be like, I need to subscribe right now. I need more, more. That. But that's also not the shit that I love. Yeah. So yeah. I'm going to argue with Will and Mr. Warren Hayes about that. Plus their pay-per-views aren't even included in that. Like you're still dropping will, yeah. 50 bucks for pay-per-views. Yeah. It will be a month later. They're going to put it on there after the fact, just like uh, who does what? it? Somebody else uh, does the same thing. Um, but I wish that they would have done HBO, but I think this is the way of getting it out now to make people happy. And then when I guess the numbers come out and it shows that it does good or bad, and if it does good, then it's going to get moved to, I think, HBO Max because they have to wait a while for Discovery Plus and that whole package to be finalized. It, it's been too long. I said it before. I thought they should have waited to get Ring of Honor until after the the merger to then buy it. Yeah. But then I could see why he did it to make sure no one else got it before him. Like I know they're not gonna do it, but I have always wanted a professional wrestling program on something like HBO where yeah. we could just go full TVMA. I know they're not going to. But that is what I've always wanted. Never. I just want wrestling that's with the, no restrictions. That's the one thing HBO is mi missing too: is sports on it, or and or something like that. Wrestling. That's the wrestling one thing it's missing. Sport. I said and wrestling. Yes, and wrestling. Again, something I will be arguing with Will at a later date. Um, it's going to be a fun combo. But uh, all right, let's get into our weekly spits or swallows. Uh, you're our guest, so we will start with you, Bakley Spitter Swallow. Okay, I will start with Raw. Uh, I just watched it today. I had to rewatch it. I will swallow the whole triple threat match with uh, 
with Bianca, Becky, and Barely. It was a nice thing to see. I was really hoping that maybe one of those uh, would win. I just knew that it wasn't going to work out because how are they going to fit an extra pod in the elimination chamber? Well, well, no, they said it would start as a triple threat. Yeah. Oh, would it? So, so yeah. you'd still have four pods, and then instead of two women starting the match, three women yeah. would start the match, which I was intrigued by because I don't think we've ever seen that. So I'm with you. I was kind of hoping either Becky or Bailey would do that because I don't think we've ever started an elimination chamber with three people. Yeah. I, I don't know but, but, that well. But, but when I saw the match was going to happen, I kind of knew Bianca was going to win because of what happened last week. I knew somehow she was going to win. And it was going to carry over that feud with Bailey and uh, Becky because uh, Bianca kind of stole the, the victory uh, from uh, Becky Lynch. But it was good just to give her something to do for a week. Uh, in between while since she's not going to be on the pay-per-view at all to wrestle at least but but i like the match it was a really good match a lot of high points and i like the end and i like how she did her finisher right to becky right on to barely and then got the the pin and the way everything started because becky comes out she drags adam pierce out there and she's like hey so you know i want to i want to fight my way into this match i want to blah 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 and then Bailey comes out and she's like, "You already lost." And Becky's like, "Well, you lost too." And blah blah blah. And Bianca's like, "Why is anyone fucking talking to me about getting a title shot against me? Why are you guys talking to Adam? I like this idea." And then the match is made. We have the match again. Like you said, it's a great match. However, for whatever reason, the only discussion that I saw online about anything was about what Bianca was wearing, which I absolutely personally loved. But everyone's like, "Oh, I can't believe they're putting that on TV." This and that. It's like she wasn't wearing anything less than any of the other women in the ring are wearing. When they go out to wrestle, what the fuck is your like? What is wrong with the IWC? They, I don't understand. Have they not been watching the past month and a half since or she's been wearing the, the two piece outfits forever? For yeah, that's why she's going to be our thumbnail <laughs> for good fucking reason. She looked Hell yeah, damn good, and rightfully so. People people complain all they want. See IWC. That's all they're going to do. She makes her own gear, first and foremost. So she can do whatever the fuck she wants, point blank, period. And let her just walk out in whatever she wants to wear. She's not showing ass. She's not showing titties. It, who cares? She's covered. Why does it matter? Well, the argument was, oh, WWE is sexualizing women. They're forcing them to come out and wear this stuff. Because no, there they was- are not. <laughs> There was a woman that uh, did come out. I, I don't remember specifically who it was and said, oh, I think it was Athena. I think she said that WWE had suggested that she dress sexier uh, to get more TV time. And that's where all of this is kind of coming from. But it's also these weird ultra conservative wrestling fans who are like, you're showing way too much. It's like, apparently you have not been watching wrestling for the last 30 years. I don't know where you've been, but uh, like I said, she wasn't wearing anything different than what she would wear to go out to wrestle or any of the other women. Allison said right there, Becky's ass is hanging out 99% of the time. Yeah. So is Liv. So is Tony Storms. Everyone. Everybody. I don't, I don't know why they took what Athena said too seriously because that's just her preference. That was just her saying about herself, not everybody else. But because the next line she did say after that was that that's just her preference. Uh, so now don't take it out of context, but they always take everything out of context and make it something else okay. than what it should be all they do that's all they know how to do 
Monday might have been their first show. They might have just turned wrestling on for the first time and like, what is this? Yeah. Or maybe they've only ever watched Saudi shows and they, they just thought that women would be completely apparently covered they didn't, baggy they, t-shirts. Apparently they didn't watch Impact and see what Alicia was wearing because I think that was kind of worse. And on top of that, that's the other thing that bothers me is it's always a discussion about what the women are wearing, but the guys are out there and basically their underwear all oiled up and no one's ever like, those guys are showing too much. Oh, I can, we talked, we did an entire episode where we talked about Finn Balor's moose knuckle, but nobody's bitching about how much of Finn Balor's dick we can see in his pants. (laughs) That's okay. But when the women show a little bit of skin, all of a sudden it's a problem. It's the same thing that you hear in schools. Oh, we talked, Katie, the shoulder thing. When we're like, oh, in school, they're like, oh, you can't wear this because you're showing too much shoulder. Like, shut the fuck yeah. up. Well, now I'm wearing a long sleeve. Hey, twenty. Hey, Bianca wants, to, <laughs> Bianca wants to share shorts with Austin Theory. It's okay with me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, it's almost like people don't respect women. A, a crazy idea. I know. Especially in wrestling. Who would have thought Terrible, I hate people so much. The NFC really just makes me question things all the time. Uh, Finn Balor's Moose Knuckle was already the name of an episode, (laughs) it was. Um, I don't remember what episode, but yes, it was. While we're on the subject, real quick, before we move on to Katie, um, I have nothing but respect and a little bit of jealousy for Montez Ford. Yep, and uh, Montez, if you're watching this, um, despite the fact that I am extremely jealous of many, like your height, your good looks, your in-shapeness, and your wife. Um, one thing I have that you don't have is a sponsorship from MyCentralSecrets.com. But you can benefit from that because if you go to MyCentralSecrets.com, which boasts one of the largest catalogs on the web across all varying levels of adult categories with toys for him, you, her, Bianca, or both of you, the product line is extensive compared to other competitors in the sexual wellness industry. Orders ship within 24 hours, so customers are always satisfied with both the price and quality. MySensualSecrets.com has top-rated reviews and exceptional customer service. So go to sensual.creationworld.com, get 10% off your order, and allow me to live vicariously through you. Like, go, she deserves it. So, and so do you. (laughs) You two should have fun, and anyone else that's listening, same. Use our promo code. Same. Make your life happy, whether it's for you, for him, for both of you. Whoever, solo couples, all of it. Bakley, you and Tim, or you and Nick. I don't know if they. I, I'm sure they have something for people, you know, under five foot for Nick. Like, we're good. If, if, if you can buy my safe house, why not? There you go. <laughs> all right, Katie, spit or swallow. Uh, I don't know how I can follow all that. Um, I'm swallowing. Finally, the face off between Rhea and Beth I don't know I don't know I don't know I don't even have to explain it it's Rhea fucking Ripley and Beth Phoenix that's that's all I need Edge and Finn are there too cool for the match tomorrow I I care about Rhea and Beth that's we, we talk about big meaty men slapping meat this is big muscular women slapping meat <coughs> that's delicious to me I don't know. You can figure that out in your brain, because I can't figure it out. What the? Yeah, I know you're trying. And I'm proud of you, but I can't think of anything. So, I've been there before. I've tried. Um, yeah, no, nothing. Nothing works as well as big meaty men slapping meat. Because it's just it just rolls off the tongue. I just. I, 
I'd kind of like a one-on-one. I don't really want the tag. I don't either, but I'll get what I get. And I don't see Rhea not winning this going into her match for Mania. Yeah. So... I could see it if she's not the one involved in the pin. If yeah, if it gets pinned, yeah. <laughs> that that's the only way I could see them losing is if Finn gets pinned. You know I don't know how I feel about broads. I was gonna say, Kyle, I just I feel like women are not gonna be okay with that. <laughs> Hi, woman here. No, I'm not okay. <laughs> big big beefy, beefy broad. Big beefy broad slapping beef. Yeah. Um, and with this uh, tag team, because both are very strong, beautiful, lovely women, we can get intergender action in this shit. And that's what yeah, I want. Should. That's what I need. Yes. Give me what I want. I'm, no, I'm with you. Um, like I said, I, I, I would rather have the one on one. I honestly don't need any more of Edge and Judgment Day. I just kind of want to see Beth and. Rhea go at it like that's well, where the money yeah. is that's which is sad to say that like Edge is involved in this and he's one of the few people are like Edge and Finn Balor I've seen it I don't care give me Beth yeah. and Rhea have not seen it that's where the money is that's what I want True. but no a little intergender you know a little uh, couple on couple action uh, you know wife swap situation what, whatever they have going on I'm good with so um, I I actually did a lot of swallowing this week. Uh, I'm going to swallow the Bobby and Brock contract Ooh. signing. Uh, yeah. And the reason... <laughs> uh, hmm. You might want to read the comments there, Katie. Uh, the reason oh, I'm I am. this is uh, not only did they keep their promos limited, but Bobby got the best of Brock. And then to top all of this off, Bray Wyatt and his brother Bo come out, or Uncle Howdy, uh, take out hit row in the middle of another Canadian cipher, which didn't go well the first time and didn't go well this time. So maybe they should stop doing ciphers in Canada. And Bray says, whoever wins the match, he wants a piece of. Now we were in the group chat and I think we all kind of agreed that we're kind of hoping Bobby wins this because Bobby versus Bray at mania seems like a good story that they could tell. Whereas Brock versus Bray when Brock's whole thing is I'm just going to hurt people and I'm going to suplex them. There's not a lot there, but with, with Bo with or uncle Howdy and the Wyatt six and all of these things. And then the possible thing that Katie's been really hoping for, which is the return of the hurt business. We get some very interesting things leading into a mania match where Bobby now needs the hurt business because he's outnumbered by Bray and his cohorts. So that's what I'm hoping for. The only thing I'm afraid of with that is the fact that somebody posted on Twitter the fact that apparently it was supposed to be Bray and Brock at WrestleMania 32, but then Vince changed his plans and did Dean versus Brock. And that's why Bray wasn't on the show. And then you had the whole The Rock with the, the Wyatt family promo thing during the show. So I could see him pushing them pushing that. Uh, yeah, but Vince Brad isn't there. Well, he's yeah. there, but he's not there. So, <laughs> yeah. like, mm, watch, watch that so sentence. That, <laughs> so that's why I'm hoping it's Bobby. He's the four-time guy. There's more that Brock can do in that. 
because because I see him losing. I don't see him winning and then doing a thing with Bray. I just don't see how they can do a storyline for a month to push that. Whereas there's a lot that they can do storyline with Bobby and Bray. With like you said, you got the Hurt Business, you got the Wyatt Six. There's been uh, rumors of adding another mem- mem- member to uh, uh, the Hurt Business. Like, uh, what is it? Who are they going to add? Carmel Hayes. He's rumored to be added to the group as a possible mm. new member. There's a lot now, more. In- there's a lot more intrigue with Bobby than Brock. Now, Bakley, I have a question for you. Where did that source come from? It came from Sean Ross Sapp. Mm, still don't believe it. I, I, I don't think it, it's going to happen anytime until maybe after Mania. Well, Mello, I didn't actually read the article because it was from Dave, um, but Mello retweeted it and said, this is 100% wrong. And he well, gave it a one-star that there reading. Was... I was just saying that there was interest in him being called up to the main roster. He yeah. said it was completely false. But I will say this. one uh, Even though it broke my heart, and it's one of the few things in wrestling that actually made me as a, a grown man cry, um, one of the surprisingly better stories in wrestling was Brock versus Undertaker as far as not necessarily the fact that Brock was the one down the street because he shouldn't have been, and I will die on that hill, but the way everything played out and the way Brock existed in the world of Undertaker and all of his spooky shit. So it's not like Brock can't do that. We've seen Brock do it. We've seen Brock do it very, very well. So I just agree. I think that the Hurt Business and then unveiling the Wyatt Six could be a more interesting and compelling story going into WrestleMania as we figure out what actually is going on and who everyone is. You know, and maybe getting more people on the show by doing a, a six-man tag or something like that, you know, with Bobby and then uh, Cedric and Shelton or Olmos or whoever. Because they've been build, they've been building Cedric and Shelton. Uh, they've they've been on a, a two-match winning streak the past couple of weeks. They're getting confidence Ooh. with MVP in their corner now. And that's the thing. And this is again. I'm not going to make the full argument, but the thing with Bray isn't ever going to be the matches. He might have a really good match here or there, depending on his opponent and what kind of match it is. But with Bray, it's always going to be the lead up to and the moments. And that's really what WWE is about. Yeah, that's what all of this is about. You can slap a Mountain Dew logo on his ass and send him out there, but it's all about how we get to the match. And then the moments. And some of them might be corny and some might not hit like exploding goo out of a desk. But it was more about the high spot with Howdy coming off, even though he missed. It's those things. They don't always hit. They don't always come off perfectly. But that's what everything Bray Wyatt is about is the build and then the moment. So if we get a two-on-three Bray and Howdy versus the Hurt Business, and then we get an unveiling of a character showing up, to even the odds or whatever, it, that's what the match is going to be about. It's not going to be about the match quality. WWE, I feel like people got spoiled in the 2000s with your edges and your eddies and your, you know, redacted and, you know, all of that because Pretty they were wrestling so well. Because WWE, especially in the higher main event, has never been about the wrestling. The Rock in Austin 
did not have great wrestling matches. They had fights. They beat the shit out of each other. They were True. not technically sound wrestlers. But then you got Kurt Angle and Eddie and all these people coming in. They're like, oh, WWE can actually give us wrestling. But that's never what WWE was really about. It was, it was kind of like uh, their equivalent to WCW where they brought in the cruiserweights who could actually wrestle and put on a show in the beginning. You got the mid-card, which were the workhorse. At the end, you got Hogan, who he he's not going to wrestle a great match. Just like you said, he's going to put on a show and be there to put people in the seats. And then he puts on okay match, but it's not going to be anything spectacular. They, they allow the openers and the workhorses in the middle to do all that so that by the time you get to the marquee, they've already got what they want. And now you can see uh, just the, the remnants of the lead-up because that's what they want. The lead-up is what sold the seats. And yep. then you got the beginning that helped them produce a good show. Uh, Tim, I love you, but fuck you. Keep Braun Strowman as far away from Bray Wyatt as fucking possible. Sure. That man, he had his time. It has come and gone. He controlled his narrative, and I don't ever need to see his fucking ass again. And his stupid fucking train and all that bullshit. Keep it as far away from Bray as possible. Keep him with Ricochet. Let them do whatever the fuck they're doing. Do not do that shit. Do not. Yeah. Hi, Justin. I'll take him over. Not entertaining day, though. you, Kyle. Not entertaining to you. Wrestling is subjective. It is. Um, that was me. So basically, spit or swallow. Oh, it's back on me. Okay, yep. I'm gonna go. Uh, this happened Saturday. I'm gonna just just gonna go because Saturday was the start of the week. Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, Jay White versus Hikaleo on New Japan. I know you probably didn't see it. The, <laughs> it was the loser leaves Japan match. I know one thing that you like is just the storytelling of a match. And this is something that they actually did very well. This was six months in the making. You've had Jay White, the, of course, he's the leader of the Bullet Club, acting like he's the best wrestler. He's the, he's the catalyst of uh, wrestling. And he goes and he kicks out uh, Tamatanga, Tangaloa, and then he keeps Hikaleo. He tells him, I want you to stay. He can learn under the best. Choose me over your family, which it looked like he did. But then uh, right before his match against Tamatanga uh, a couple months ago, he turns on Jay White. And ever since then, Jay White hasn't been the same. He's been losing. He lost the title to Okada. And then the day after, he was just like, he just flipped shit. He was just like, fuck it. All this is because of you. I want you. He I'm going to wrestle you, and then I'm going to make sure your future never happens. I'm in the present, and I'm going to kill any future that you had. They had a great match uh, on Saturday. Hikaleo was put over by Jay White. Jay White loses, and that's what leads him up to leaving Japan and as wrestling tomorrow. But he, he essentially created a star in Hikaleo for the future while making his way out of Japan. And it was all done because of a six-month storytelling uh, in, in in Japan, which I liked. I liked that they were able to do something and not just wrestle. 
Okay. Uh, so Hickey Liquor defeats Swiss Cheese Stays White. Yes. Um, yes. Swiss Cheese is now gone from New Japan. Um, and he's wrestling at Elimination Chamber tomorrow. I missed. Did, is that? No, he's and wrestling at Battle in the Valley. The fuck is that? It's where Mercedes and Kyrie are wrestling. It's so New it's Japan strong. It's New Japan it's strong. In, it's, it's in California. So it's how is he U- wrestling there if he lost in? It's it's in California. So technically he's not in Japan. And he, this but time he's still it's New Japan. Listen, I talked to Savannah and I literally discussed this last night. <laughs> it doesn't make sense at all. But now it, there's it, a match with we're, Kingston we're, where the loser is not allowed to wrestle with New Japan anymore, which means Jason will lose. The, the match last week was loser leaves Japan. The, the, okay, the country Japan, not New yeah. Japan. Okay, not, yeah, he's banned not from the country Japan. now. He's not allowed to go back because because they have New Japan Strong, which is the U.S. version. He can wrestle there, but because he's so confident, he can beat Kingston. He put up his career with New Japan. If he loses, he can't wrestle in New Japan anymore. And his contract—that's where we're. That's probably where yeah. we're headed. Okay. Okay. I'm with you. Uh, When Savannah starts saying things like uh, fan fiction, I completely tune out of everyone's show. So, uh, yeah, I missed all of that. I had it playing. I heard it, but completely just like, you know, it's fine. I get it. I guess. Kind of like whenever she talks about Kenny Omega or the Young Bucks, I just like my brain goes numb, and it's not until you guys change subjects that it 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 reinitiates. You know, I really try. I try my best. You do a great job. You're fantastic. Yeah. Thank you. You don't make my brain go numb. Just your co-host. Thanks. Whenever she talks <laughs> about New Japan or the elite. Um, I know. No, I mean, I, I like what you're saying. I would have to see how it played out because, like, my thing is, yeah. I know that other companies do storytelling. And Warren talks about all the time about how a lot of it is just it's stuff in matches and it happens in ring, whereas I'm more of a, I want the drama on my TV. I want to tune into an episode of whatever New Japan's weekly show is called and have promos and JY. I want it kind of spoon-fed to me, I guess, a little bit, um, where you know there's development and all of these things. Not you know, something happens because that's what drives me nuts about AEW. Yeah. Something will happen and then we go three weeks, we don't hear about it and then they reference it or they, they kind of come back to it and it's like, oh yeah, but for a month you guys haven't said shit, so that's that's me. I, I guess I like, I like I said, I like being spoon-fed shit. Like, give me a little something every yeah. week. And with this, with this, I know the format's different because how they format their shows because they do like four or five shoes a week. Yeah. So it's a lot different. But they there was a lot of promos and back and forth in the ring with this storyline. Whereas you might just see a promo here and a promo there and then a lot of wrestling. There's a lot more into this than any other stuff going on at the time. Good, good. They're getting somewhere. Yeah. Uh, Katie, Spitter Swallow. Um, I'm where I'm gonna go. I'm gonna swallow Piper Nevin versus Meechin. I love me some ladies wrestling. Raw's gotten significantly better with utilizing their women. I'm very proud they're learning from NXT. Changed our name back, which is great. 
yeah, Dewdrop. I did kind of like the theme. It was kind of growing on me a little bit. But I am much happier that she is Piper Niven again. And Piper and Mia had a fantastic match. Like, it was good. It was good shit. That's what I wanted to see. Yeah. I could watch them wrestle every week. I'd be okay with it. Throw and sprinkle Candace in here and there. I'm down. It's this just because they, they put gave her name back, gave her a ring attire back. Like, I watched her in... Uh, UK NXT UK. I watched her on the indie scene a little bit, and this is what I want out of her: just a total badass uh, chick uh, winning matches and not anything out of it. You don't need to do anything crazy with her, have no dance around. She, her gimmick is just her being a badass. No, it's sure. not, Allison. No, it's not. Uh, it's still the Undertaker. <laughs> Um, I guess the camera angle is a little different, so it looks maybe different, but it's same, same guy. Yeah. Um, same person. I agree. It was a good match. Um, and they're doing things outside of like the main stories that they're telling. So it's not just like the the stuff with Bianca and the Elimination Chamber. Like We have other stuff going on for the women, which is a good step forward, and I'm all for that. Um, I am going to swallow Sami Zayn. Cody Rhodes. Uh, Sammy calls out Cody, and he wants to know if Cody really thinks that he can win. And Cody's like, I want to know if you think you can win. And Sammy says he believes he can, but he doesn't know if he can. And then Cody hypes up Sammy, tells him, uh, I intend to finish my story, and you need to finish your story. And if you do, I'll see you at WrestleMania. It was all just, it was, like I said, I was not a big Cody Rhodes fan in AEW. He was corny as shit. I, I wasn't feeling it. I will say he did give a different feel to the show that I, I kind of appreciated. There were things that he had his hands in that I enjoyed where it wasn't more than what we have now. Like there, there, was, it, there were parts of the show that definitely felt different, and th that was nice about it. But Cody himself I was not a fan of until near the end. I, I, I've said it before. Cody and WWE and everything he's done has been hit after hit after hit. This man is not missing. Um, the stuff with Sammy is great. Sammy came out on SmackDown tonight, and for whatever reason, my feed fucked up. So it, all I heard was everybody's. Okay, so I have no idea. So nobody knows what Sammy said. Uh, well, there was "fuck you, Roman" chance in yeah. the beginning, which I, is why they censored it. Which I'm spitting Fox censors 100 because that shit was yeah. ridiculous. Luckily, I get to see like the second half because the first half it kept the the noise factor. You couldn't hear anything, which was because they were yeah. doing the whole thing. But he just made the comment that he was gonna basically win. And that I think he, he said, doing... "This is so, uh, I can't remember these. Someone kept someone translated it on Twitter. Yeah. Um, it's something about it's." my fucking house or you're gonna fucking lose hold on i'm gonna look it up real quick i know he said fucking on tv and i like i like the, the fact that he came out with the with the honorary hab shirt which because of course the montreal canadians they did a whole thing this week with him with the the hockey team where i came in they had him do like the puck drop off at the game and they were just hyping him up and then we were even talking about it crazy how a year has changed where a year ago at Mania, he was in a match with uh, Johnny Knoxville, and now he's in thick of a world title picture. And 
I think plans might have changed. Within whoa, the last couple, whoa, whoa, I don't trust. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't trust a damn thing. I'm just going to enjoy eliminating. And this is for not. What it is. This is not. This is not any. This is not any dirt cheap thing. This is just my opinion. It doesn't mean I think he's going to win the title. I think plans might have changed. Oh I'll just put it that way. He said, "Tomorrow night, you're in my fucking house." Yeah, I'm not. I don't want to believe plans changed. If anything, they need to split the titles up, and one needs to go one way, and one needs to go the other. But Cody needs to win that title. No one in his yeah. family has ever wanted. That has been the story. That has been the journey. That's where we need to go. That's what I want. I need Cody to win that title at Mania. I need that what, moment. What, what if Sammy wins tomorrow by DQ, and then he the way he split the titles is is to have two different matches. Either two matches or you do a two out of three falls. First yeah. pin wins one, second pin wins the other. Yeah. I mean, I agree with you with the Cody stuff. I was not the biggest Cody fan for a while in AEW. Even though it's weird that, like, I always forget that I met him, like, when he was, like, brands making new in AEW. So that's still weird. But, like, this interaction between Sam and Cody um, was phenomenal no pun intended aj's missing but like it was so good he really just cody was just like you need to believe it i believe it you need to fucking believe it and ugh, well done and on top of that after all of that like getting everyone behind sammy getting sammy behind sammy like first off cody got us behind him yep we were already behind sammy but then he bolstered our confidence in Sammy and got us behind Sammy and then went in the back, hung out, heard Baron Corbin talking shit and said, you know what? I'm going to top the night off by whooping his ass in a suit. And he did. just dog walked Corbin down to the ring in a suit and beat his ass. The only thing he didn't have was a collar. And if he needed a collar, he should have gone to dog.com. Dog.com is your online dog supply shopping information destination. Everything your dog needs from toys and treats and food is available, including collars and leashes. They even have outdoor gear and water safety gear for your furry friend. So go to dog.creationworld.com to receive up to 64% off your order today. That's dog.creationworld.com. Am I the only person that hears me say water safety gear for your furry friend and automatically thinks vagina? Yes, because I did not think that. Every time I think somebody's squirting. You're sick. When I say it. Every time. You're sick. Your mind is consistently in the gutter. That's why we love you. My mind exists in the gutter. I don't think it's ever been out of the gutter. I don't think (laughs) it's what it's like out of it. That's that's why you guys are on the network that you're on. That is why we are on Pornhub. But, uh, you know, uh, Cody has just won me over moment by moment, match by match, minute by minute. Um, He is uh, one of those guys that I talked about earlier, like, an Eddie, a Kurt, an Edge, who can deliver on both ends, went out, proved himself, came back, and is showing, hey, I've been the guy, I was the guy, I am the guy, and I need him to win at WrestleMania. Uh, I'm also very excited for Elimination Chamber tomorrow. So, um, That was me. So, Bankley, spit or swallow? I swallow red boots on Monday night. Uh, Seth freaking Rollins with the Miz, <laughs> yes, red boots, just for the lead up for, as it's uh, seen, you got the Miz egging him on about Logan Park and the better of him. 
and how Seth doesn't want to talk about it. He doesn't even want to think about it. He thinks that he should be nowhere near WWE, even though Miz is telling him, well, he kind of ruined your chances, and he had a WrestleMania moment last year, and now he's the big name right now. And I know a lot of people don't like Logan Logan Parr, but he's produced. I, I didn't at first. I like him I that book just because I listened to him a little bit. He's ever since he's come on, he's kind of helped out WWE. All the big time wrestlers go on there, and it helps with lead ups to matches. And we have Pat McAfee for that. We don't need Logan Paul. Yeah. Well, well yeah. Well, they both had uh, Cody on the same week. But that that too, uh, Seth Rollins was on Pat McAfee too. A lot of talk about that. But <laughs> I just like the, the, how Miz compared Seth Rollins to Super Mario. I like how he had to do that with his disdain for uh, Logan Parr. And it got Seth Rollins already pissed. And made him attack him. And that ushered in Austin Theory to come out. It makes me think that Logan Park's going to make sure that Seth Rollins doesn't win that uh, Elimination Chamber match somehow. A la how HBK <sighs> made sure the Undertaker didn't win uh, that last year that he was at Mania. With the limitations, okay, Bigley, I must have you there. We 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 are not going to put the names Logan Paul and the Undertaker in the same conversation well, ever. Did. Period. Do not do that. Um, I, I will not have that. However, I am with you. So here's the thing: because I can't stand Logan Paul, and I'm not going to say the guy's not good in the ring. I'm not yes. going to deny his athletic ability or the fact that he has shown quite a bit of aptitude for doing what we do. But I will also say that. Just because you can do it and you can do it well doesn't mean I have to fucking like you. Oh, no. He's a piece of shit human being. I'm not going to like him ever. And I know it's a work, and I know we're going towards Seth versus Logan at Mania, and that's what this is all about, but everything Seth was saying, I just want to believe. I just want to believe it's true. I want to believe that's how he feels. I want to believe. But we've seen, like, he's felt that way about Riddle, and he still worked with Riddle. So, like, it is what it is. But I just I wanted to believe it. I also love that he kept calling Miz Mike, Mike. during yes. the segment, and then he called him stupid, and then Miz proved it. Theory was there for some reason. I don't know what the point of that was. Nobody cares about Austin Theory in what's going on here. It, you've got an elimination chamber. More people than Seth Rollins to worry it's, about. It's just a way of blurring two storylines into one. Yeah, but like it, it's not even really a st- it's not really even a storyline with Miz. He was just he was just hosting a show and. What what, what I mean with with Austin Theory uh, having him appear at the end because they're in the same match and then they've been going back and forth, but then they want to add in the Logan Paul thing to further set that up. So when he cost uh, rounds the match, that they can be like, okay, we're gonna have the match of Mania. I wonder if Logan Paul's also banned in Canada like the Usos are. Let's no, hope. he's just he's just banned in Japan. Oh, I wonder fucking why. <laughs> piece of shit yeah no shit uh katie spit or swallow um i'm swallowing everything with the women's elimination chamber so the six woman tag on raw oscar and live well there's no brand split so it doesn't even matter um, that's why i'm spitting it though i 
Okay. Because they presented it as Raw versus SmackDown six-woman tag team match. And for that presentation and that presentation alone, I'm spitting it because they're slowly falling back into this false narrative. There's a brand split. They're introducing people to Raw and SmackDown as if there's a fucking difference. And it's going to start pissing me off again. And you guys are going to have to deal with my bullshit. I apologize, Katie. I'm not mad at you. I'm mad at WWE. And I'm spitting that six-woman tag because of that. Now, you can continue. Thank you. As I was saying, that, and more so with Asuka and Liv on SmackDown, and just having the women who were also in the chamber and they're not in the match be there. Like, Carmella was on commentary. Raquel came out. Nikki was on the commentary desk for whatever reason. It's... I like that they're just utilizing them and not just being like, oh yeah, these six women are going to be in the chamber. They're not, we're not going to do anything with it. They're actually using all of them, which is shocking for once. So I'm, I'm okay with it. I'm excited for the chamber. Asuka needs to win. I'm just saying that now because Asuka and Bianca needs to be the mania match. But like, especially tonight, like Asuka and Liv was everything I wanted it to be. And then everyone just beat each other up afterwards. Like, that's usually how this shit goes. It's like the same thing like they do with, like, Survivor Series and, like, the Rumble. And, like, everyone kind of just, like, dogpiles at the end and fights each other. And then it leads to matches. So, I'm I'm fine with it. They need to just go back to what they did with the brand sprints where only the champs stay on that show that they get uh, uh, kind of branded to. Everybody else, just let them float. You win, you have a title, you stay on uh, that show, and that's it. Only the champs stay on the shows. Or you do a real brand split, and if you get drafted to a fucking show, you stay on that show and you don't go to another show, unless there's a cross-promotion show like Survivor Series where there is a reason and a story for you to invade, and then you have security or cops or someone kick them out because they are not supposed to be there and you make it make fucking sense. You don't just have people showing up whenever and pretending like, oh, it doesn't matter, but you are a smack. You're not a fucking SmackDown superstar. You're on Raw every week and SmackDown. You're not. You're, uh. So would you so would you go back to having, okay, this month's just a Raw pay-per-view. This month is just a SmackDown pay-per-view. And then yeah. you have just the four big or five big uh, pay-per-views where it's both. I absolutely would because it gave us two months to build to make the matches mean something. It limited what was on the show. So you could have your women's tag teams, you know, they've got a month in between to go back and forth between shows and build rivalries for matches. But then you'll get your IC title on a show because it's not like, oh, the US title's being defended. So we don't have room for the IC title or we don't have room for this. If they do it that way, because if it's a raw branded show, then you have room for the U.S. title because only Raw matches are going to take place. If it's a SmackDown-branded show, you're going to get your IC title because only those matches are taking place. That uh, 100% go back to doing that and do it They're right. not going to, but we can dream. Um, I will say Asuka's the only one that knows there's not a brand split because she said fuck everybody on Monday and just took out everyone exactly. and tapped her team, team, every team. Yep. So I agree. Respect to Asuka. Also, I really loved how like Raquel, for whatever reason, picked Liv up and carried her off into the sunset after she tapped out. I don't know. It gave me Team Little Big vibes of you know Alexa and Strowman because 
Raquel is me, she's essentially broad. Like, it makes me wonder if they're gonna makes me wonder if they're eventually gonna have her just get pissed and like do like that here torn where because they're, they're making her presented so too nice. At what point do they make the turn to make her just be like, I'm fed up with this shit, and then just turn mega heel mm-hmm. and just if live. they do it. Don't do it on Liv because that literally just happened with Liv Brutality last year. So don't do well, that. I I could see him doing it because uh, Raquel's best friend is Rhea. So listen, I hate the fact that Rhea and Raquel are friends. Like Rhea can do so much better. I mean, she's dating Buddy Matthews, so like she wins. <clears throat> um. Yeah, I'm going to go to NXT. Um, I'm going to swallow opening the show with JC Jane. Um, like I, I said it last week, I did not expect JC to be the Shawn Michaels of that tag team, and I honestly still don't think she is. However, she is also not the Marty Jannetty. As Will said last week, maybe she's the Butch Reed because on her own doing her thing uh, away from you know the shadows of Mandy and Gigi, she does have a very prominent singles presence about her. She feels like a star. Her promo was generic as fuck. I'm not going to lie. Like there was nothing in there that was like groundbreaking or awesome or, but she cut a good promo. She looks fantastic. She feels like a single star, not a casualty of a team that broke up where she was the third in line. So props to JC for that. And again, out of that shadow, for whatever reason, strangely, way more attractive when separated. If, like, literally think about a year ago with Toxic Attraction, we were like, why is JC Jane there? Like, Mandy and Gigi kind of make sense, but, like, it, yes, Matt. I was the only one that said, listen, I feel bad for JC because she gets the short end of the stick, and everyone's like, oh, Gigi, oh, Mandy, and I'm like, I feel bad for JC. I did. It's it's but on the record. You have also uh, never mind. <laughs> never mind. I also I said what, I feel bad for Corbin. Like I think what makes it work. The bots. I think what makes it work is the fact that she wasn't presented a certain way when they were a group. You had, of course, Gigi. She had the the bright orange hair. Everybody knows what she did on the indie scene. Of course, you had Mandy. She was the leader of the group, and then you had JC. She really didn't have her thing and this is the perfect way like you didn't expect it to be her to do that yeah no i'm glad she set herself apart and again yeah she's she's becoming a focal point of a very strong women's division in some way shape or form and again ggjc is a feud that does not involve a title that you know is not a main event it is its own thing yet they've made it on par with cora and uh well not Cora, sorry i always do that uh, roxanne and everything roxanne has going on for her title or any other singles feuds or tag team title related feuds so um nxt killing it again with the women Bakley. yes they always do spit or swallow i'm going to go with you know what i'm gonna go trick willie uh, with nxt i'm gonna go with him going a shot he was pissed that dragon got into his business and he challenged him to a match, 
pulled him out, and then of course JD McDonough comes in behind. Uh, you know that it's going to be McDonough and Dragonoff probably at stand and deliver, which I like. I know okay. everybody everybody doesn't like JD. I love JD. I don't like the name. I think he should still be Jordan Devlin, but and I don't like this character that they made of him. Uh, where he's a surgeon, he's a doctor, just because he's a very technical wrestler. But I like what they're doing. I like how they're <clears> actually <throat> making Trick Williams have some confidence, have him challenge somebody to match, and him actually wrestle. I like that he wrestles because he's really good when he's out there. I don't like the fact that he wrestles, what, once every three months. I want to see more of him. I want to see him put something into the table to help out Carmelo Hayes. Carmelo Hayes is carrying him on his back right now, and he needs to pull his own weight now, and he's trying to do that now, whether he has help or not. And I could see that match uh, this week being good, but I just like the fact that he came out there, he called his shot, he said, I want you next week, let's go. It is time for uh, that Sean and Diesel pairing of Mellow and Trick to start paying off and turning trick into the diesel of that pairing um however what i did hear you say was that you don't like jd mcdiddles himself in the closet because all of the things that make jd mcdonough jd mcdonough are all of the things that you said you don't like it's the cartoon-esque surgeon gimmick and the name you like jordan devlin the wrestler in ring which i get I was always a fan of the name and, you know, the work he did in NXT UK and the name Devil Inside with the Devil Inside suplex, Devil Inside. I love the play on that, all of that. When they brought him in, the character that they had him play, the stupid fucking name, again, that's what everything... Well, there are other things that people don't like about JD from... Yeah. Also his giant head, but... It's this so didn't big. make his character in NXT any more likable by making these changes and doing this dumb shit. So, no, like I'm all about Trick and Dragonoff. I'm about it. I love me Millie Dragonoff. I love me Trick Williams. That's cool. I don't give a flying fuck about JD McDipshit at all. I'm telling you, how does he stand? It's so, his head is so big. Maybe it's really light. It has to be. Because or else he'd just be falling over all the time. That's why he's a cruiserweight. But it, it, it's so It's like a Lego. I just don't understand. He really is a walking, talking Funko Pop. I don't get it. Yeah, and you can stand a Funko Pop up and it doesn't fall over. I know, but like... I don't know. I just don't like him. I'm just trying to help you understand how he stands. Like, well, isn't it kind of funny? Isn't it kind of funny that he's going into a storyline with a guy whose finisher is using his head? Mm-hmm. I love Billy Dragonoff. <laughs> I really do too, and I didn't when Dragonoff came on. Like in NXT UK when he first showed up, I did not get it. I was not about it. He grew on me. He really it wasn't did. until it wasn't until. After he lost to Gunther and he came back with more of that aggression, that I started to like him. Yeah, I agree. It's true. A square is easy to balance. It does. It does make sense. You're right. My apologies. Katie, spit or swallow. 
Um, I feel like I haven't spit anything in a while. Um, I'm spitting. <laughs> you're you're gonna like this one. Uh, I'm spitting Hank, the wor- world's worst security guard, and Baby Regal. I love Baby Regal. He's fine, but I, I didn't need this match to get the pairing of Gulak and Baby Regs. Like I didn't need it at all. And now everyone's saying that Gulak's gonna recreate something called Catchpoint that I don't know anything about because I don't watch wrestling. It's from not WWE or AEW. So, it's a thing. I know it. RN talked about it all the time when I was on Smack Raw. I know it exists. I know what it is, but I I just don't care. <laughs> uh, I actually have swallowing that because Hank got what he deserved because fuck Hank. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I got to watch Baby Regal beat the shit out of Hank, and Hank got what he deserved, and then Gulak turned on him, and now he's on his own, failing at wrestling like he failed at being a security guard. Gulak gave him his boots. Do you think he's going to get those back? No, of course not. He's a shitty person. He was a terrible security guard. He's a terrible wrestler, probably a terrible friend who's just going to keep those boots. I mean, I would, if they were nice boots, I'd keep them. Um, <laughs> I am gonna swallow uh, Thea Hale's sex dungeon PTSD. Stop, no, she's too close to being a child, <laughs> she's just 19. I understand That's that, right. however, she she did get kidnapped by Gacy's group, and we have established <sighs> that Gacy's group has a sex dungeon, it is canon on the Smackin' Raw podcast. They have like and... multiple, it's not right. When there's a lot of kidnapping in NXT, there's so much kidnapping. No one's safe, and it's never like I don't. I'm starting to take issue with it because everyone gets kidnapped and then gets released a week later, and it's like, what the fuck is the point of kidnap? Like, I need to know what's going on in the dungeon. That it only took a week and you just let them go. Is there a ransom being paid to chase you? Pay a rant like. I need more information. Have. Why is she just out again after being kidnapped? Because well, in my experience, like she she, in my experience she, wasn't she uh, tied up in like the, the, the pins and then they just put her back? What? All I saw was Ava Ray grab her. And well, I, mean, I, mean, I mean, last week they grabbed her and then you see her in the pins and then she came back. And she was placed by, uh, by uh, Joe Gacy at ringside last week. I might have missed that. Did I? Yeah. Did did I block that out? Because I don't remember. That. I, I just remember that. her. I just remember her running back during the Chase U tag match. Did we miss this, Rob? I think I th- we did. I think he, I think he did. Holy shit! We just missed yeah. it. I think we just blocked it out. <laughs> anyway. It happens every time someone gets kidnapped in NXT is they just inexplicably get released. And in my experience from movies and everything else, generally you don't kidnap somebody and then just bring them back to where you got them from a hour later or a couple days later, or just let them go after a week. There's got to be like, you put them in the hole in your basement and tell them to rub the lotion on their skin they don't get down there until Clarice shows up and frees them. Like, there's no, no, that's not how it works. How many people in the past 
three years have been kidnapped in NXT. There's two things not to have happen. Don't get kidnapped and don't walk alone in the parking lot. I was going to say, Sex Dungeons <laughs> are the new parking lot in NXT. Well, I wouldn't say new parking lot because people are still getting attacked in the parking lot. So it's like parking lot and then Sex Dungeons. Like they're right underneath each other. And what's crazy is I was advocating for Joe and Gacy to kidnap people in a parking lot in a white van, and instead he kidnapped him and took him to a sex dungeon. So, so this is your fault. It is one hundred percent my fault. God damn it, Matt! I apologize. Um, <sighs> Bagley spit or swallow. I'm spitting the fact that Von Wagner got another shot at the North American Championship. I swallow the fact that you had the whole thing, uh, of course, with Dijak. And, and of course, uh, the, the best duo in NXT, uh, D'Angelo and Stax. I, I like the fact they did a head for a moment. You thought Stax was going to take that spot when you see D'Angelo and uh, Dijak's uh, brawl right behind him. But then, true to his nature, he had to have his uh, boss's back, his confidant, and he went and helped him out. And then that's what led to... Von Wagner getting the spot. I don't know what they're doing with this whole help me, help you thing uh, in the back, but they need to just get him off the TV for me. It, it's not doing anything for me. I'm happy Wesley won that. I'm wondering what they do down the line with Wesley because if, if they try this new angle with Von Wagner, I'm just going to turn the TV off every time he comes on. There's just no personality there. And look, just I don't like it one bit. It was a complete waste of time having Von Wagner lose again and then having to listen to Robert Stone be like, oh, you're a loser. Like, I'm gonna fuck about anything prehistoric, Paul, Jurassic Jim, all of the different many names oh, we've come up with. And we haven't done it in a while because we just haven't given a fuck about him, so we haven't talked about him. However, I do, I'm spitting die jack, assaulting the Don. I do take issue. My boy, Stacks, good family member, good consigliere, good, you know, member of the family, doing what he had to do, sacrificing his shot at the North American title to have his bosses back. But fuck Dijak. Leave Tony alone. Honestly. Don't you, don't you need to fix your finger after last week? Yeah, no <laughs> shit. It almost popped off, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, uh, but yeah, no, I, again, I, I personally don't give a fuck what we do with Wesley. I kind of hope he loses the North American title soon. Cause he just doesn't do it for me. He's not doing it for me as North American champion. It's one of those things where it was like, it was a nice thing and the guy could wrestle, but him being mid card champion, isn't really doing anything. The belt is making the man. The man's not making the belt. He doesn't make the North American championship or any of his feuds seem important. It was a good chase for the title and then he got it and then it got weird afterwards and that's what wwe is always about is it's always about the chase and everyone's like yeah but what about how it plays out and it's like it doesn't matter how it plays out because all it is is it's the chase and then the moment and then after that it's over that's what they were going for if if on a rare occasion do they have something play out better afterwards but um i'd rather see tony i feel like tony would be a far more entertaining north american champion I think he would bring value to that belt. He would make the feuds entertaining. It would be yeah. fantastic. So put the belt on Tony. 
Stand deliver, baby. Make it happen. Uh, Katie, spit or swallow? Um, I'm swallowing Ninja Sex Party and Roxanne and uh, Miko Satomura. I, I, every woman in the match, love them. 10 out of 10. Perfect. Great. But like, Roxanne or Miko? <laughs> I'm so excited. It's going to be so good. They have put so much faith and stock in Roxanne. Rightfully so, because she's very fucking talented. Only a year in NXT, she's been killing it. Taking on the final boss. Probably a thin deliver. Stand deliver is going to be crazy. Two. Yeah. Yeah. Did you say ninja sex party? Yeah. Okay. Because we, we got Disco Ninja Party, I believe, from uh, Down for the Count. Uh, I got that from them, and that's what it was. And now it has evolved into our own thing, and it is now Ninja Sex Party. I'm down with that. Um, yeah, no, the tag team match was great. Uh, Mako, it had me questioning if Roxa, if, if they weren't, uh, by the way, shout out to Circle of Debate. Glad to have you here. Um, but no, it had me questioning, does... Roxanne have friends because Roxanne's like, oh, I got a friend. And then Mako's like, I'm only here because I want something from you. And it's like, <laughs> that's not what a friend says to another friend. Uh, I mean, it's not, but. Poor Roxanne doesn't have any friends. They weren't wrong. I mean, hey, yeah. who needs friends when you have the NXT Women's Championship? I, uh, what is it with Jesus and Roadblock? This is like the third time he's brought Roadblock <laughs> no. up tonight. Well, I mean, he was, there's right, not he even was a right Roadblock, about, is there? Uh, not for NXT. No. There shouldn't be. Um, but he was right, year, right. Not this year, but he was right that it was supposed to be Bray and Brock at Roadblock, yeah. but it ended up being Brock and Bray. Or Brock, Brock and Dean. Whatever. Too many people. Uh, yeah. But no, there's no Roadblock. I'm like 90% sure for NXT, so I think he's I th- just... I think, I think they had it last year and and that was it, but but with how they did the pay per views this time, there's not going to be a roadblock. He said they announced it. I'm looking it up. Uh, I also am not a fan of the fact that Ninja Sex Party backtracked all their shit talking. And oh, like, that too. Oh, hey, you know what? We're sorry. We were just in a bad mood. And now we want to be friends, and we really respect you, and you're a great champion. And uh, we're really looking forward to having this match with you this week. Yeah, it is. 3-7-2023 NXT Roblox. Wow. It's just, that's, it, I swear to God, they better not do that. No, don't do it for Roblox. Save that. It's, it's on TV at least, so it's only... Yeah, yeah but like, that's... Yeah. <laughs> I, I, up, can't, I can't wait to come on the week of March 7th and talk about NXT Cockblock. It's going to be a great time. It's gonna be a great time. Um, I speaking of cock blocks, am swallowing everything Fallon and Kiana. They went on their Valentine's date. Fallon just couldn't let it go. She's like, I gotta go tell him. And Dunn is like, What are you talking about? I don't even know what's going on here because she hasn't even told him yet. Brooks goes home with Kiana. She's got the look. He's got the look. She's playing with her keys. Playing with her keys. He's saying dumb shit because he's a virgin who doesn't know how to talk to women. He's essentially Leonard Hofstetter hanging out with Penny. This yeah. is Big Bang Theory. Wow. 
And then here comes Fallon, and Fallon's like, why don't you tell me, why don't you tell him about whatever the fuck her, her brother's name was? I don't even remember what the fuck it was. Uh, James or Jimmy or Brian or... Kevin, Kyle, something? Kevin, Kyle? Uh, uh, uh. Something. Not important. <laughs> She's like, oh, that's my brother. And then yeah. he's in the house. Literally and in the house. Out. This little brother cameo. And now she looks stupid. Poor Kiana was so pissed oh. off. What was it? Zach? Zach. Yeah, sure, Zach. I was way off. <laughs> Close enough. Zach Gowan, one leg in the house, watching the house, waiting for her to get back. <laughs> Didn't they say he was like watching a dog or something? Yeah, yeah, he was watching Kiana's dogs. She does love her brother. Good for her. However, it does tell me that if Zach was in the house, I don't see Brooks going in and getting his dick sucked or losing his virginity with bro in the house. And after he left, damage was done. So it was only the first date. Brooks, he was he would not be getting it on the first date. Come on now. Let's be real. I don't know what kind of girl Kiana is. Hmm. I don't think she would do that. There's definitely something fishy going on with her, though. But I do agree. There is something going on with it. Something about this situation just doesn't feel right. I just still can't believe they're tag champions. I just don't understand. She's she's too right all the time for there not to be something going on with all the suspicion. My my spidey senses are tingling. My Scooby Doo gang is uh, running around in my head. Something's fishy. Uh, Bakley, spit or swallow. I'm gonna swallow the video package of Soruka and just everything about her. You're getting to learn who she is, her parents, why she got into wrestling, the way how she wanted to use the finisher. She was kind of afraid to do it at first, and now she's gotten more confident uh, doing it. You're getting an inside uh, source of who she is, so you can actually put her personality to the wrestler and makes it seem like she's going to be more important moving on on the broadcast instead of, oh, it's just a wrestler that's just debuting. Uh, they're actually putting work into her character. Uh, Katie and I talked about A, and she even talked about how awful her her uh, soul snatcher was when she first yeah. tried it, but, you know, perseverance and everything. But watching, as you said, the, the build and slow build and progression of soul from going from level up to main TV, working with Alba and so on and so forth and becoming an NXT superstar officially doing her thing. Uh, it's all been fantastic. And I wasn't sure about her when she first showed up, but again, completely growing on me. Katie, is everything okay? Yeah. Sorry. I just had to sniffle. I'm just trying oh, okay. to breathe over here. <laughs> I was worried that you got like uh, a dick pic or something the way you, completely no. lost focus and looked down at your phone and you had a concerned no. look on your face. Maybe it was uncircumcised. Will you shut up? <laughs> no. Okay. Just checking. Just it wasn't like a Zach Gowan dick pic where like there was a dick and one leg, but then there was a nub. Matt, stop. <laughs> okay. Just checking. Um, you know, so real Soul snatcher. <laughs> all about it. I, love, I, I talk about it every week. I fucking love Sol Ruka. I can't wait to see what they do with her. She, we, Roxanne, Cora, Nikki's on the shelf, so I don't know if she really counts. Uh, Zoe Stark, Sol Ruka. Like, those are the ones they're putting their stock into. And 
Keon on Fallon. I, I guess. They're tag team champions right now. I still don't know how. I don't understand why they're tag team champions. That's because they don't I'm have mad. any other. Because the tag team is not a ta- tag team division anymore. They got they're the tag team with them. And they're telling the greatest soap opera story in wrestling yeah. going on right now. Oh, well. Soap opera. Soap opera story. Okay. I was like, hold on. Not the greatest Easy. story. The greatest soap opera story in developmental. Okay. As I say, you're bringing it down more than. Okay. There we go. As I, say, I originally on. did say soap opera story, though. I made You sure did. I made that. Clear. I'm calling you out on your shit. <laughs> That's um, why while you're calling me out on my shit, you want to spit or swallow? Of course I do. Uh, I'm swallowing Wardlow. Who surprised? Nobody. I know. But, like, we got the sit-down interview. A, did not expect my heartstrings to be tugged on by War Daddy himself. I was not expecting all of that. The story about his dad and, like, his dad got to see him wrestle in the indies before he died of cancer and that's why he grew his hair out and then Smojo betrayed that trust because Smojo knew he cut off the ponytail so now it's really fucking personal it just it was more than just angry Wardlow which I'm not mad at because I love angry Wardlow but this was a new side to Wardlow and it helped explain the Warjo saga more so I was very much okay with it. Yeah, no, he got so deep he penetrated our hearts. Never mind. <laughs> I hope Tim's still here because yeah. the idea of Wardlow getting so deep inside Tim that it penetrated his heart is something that Tim's all about. So it wouldn't be the first time. It would not be the first time. <laughs> uh no, I enjoyed all this too. And this is the stuff, like this is the stuff in wrestling that I love. This is the kind of shit where you take some of the reality, you roll it in, you make everything personal and everything mean more. Yeah, you can do the, oh, well, Samoa Joe's the champion and Wardlow wants his belt back, and that's great, and that's fine. And if that works for some people, that works for some people. But Samoa Joe's best when he's cutting these mean, evil, you know, Wendy promos, how's your wife, AJ, all this shit. Like, And now that Wardlow has set the stage, he is going to say something fucked up about Wardlow's daddy and it is going to upset the world and I'm going to love it. It is going to be a fire fucking promo and I am so ready for it. I didn't think about the repercussions. Now I'm scared. Joe. And you already already see like the word exploding when Wardlow comes out with the package, that's going to be the arena when Samoa Joe says something because he's going to say something. The crowd's going to, Oh shit! And then Wardlow, whether his music hits and they pop, or he just comes storming out to fuck Joe up, it's gonna be so good. It's gonna be so good. I, I just like the ready. fact that, that that last month, right before he went off a TV for a few weeks, you had him cut the the hair off, and then it was like, why did he cut the hair off? What's importance of that? Like he did it a certain way. I like the fact that, just like you said, they told a why it was so important. Uh, to Wardlow and the point of why they did it. And they tied it into his dad. I loved every minute of it. It gives the the how to the why. Uh, like they're doing this and this is why and then how they're going to move forward with it. 
Shout out to Clark Street Wrestling because they have that entire Samoa Joe promo at the beginning of every one of their episodes. And every time he makes that comment about Jeff Hardy, it still pops me every time I listen to their show and I hear him make the comment that Jesus has right here. Why don't you act like this is an AA meeting? Shut your mouth while I'm sharing with the group. Pops me every time. Um, uh, Samoa Joe's an evil, evil man, but he does it so well. Uh, I'm going to swallow something I never thought I'd say before, especially in 2023. Uh, BBC defeats LFO. I'd never thought that I was going to see LFO be relevant outside of uh, early 2000s pop music, but here we are. In wrestling, LFO is back. Uh, They lose to the BCC. Mox, of course, bleeds because it's fucking Mox. (laughs) Hangman gets jumped on the ramp because they didn't appreciate him being a voyeur. Um, some people just don't like that. It is what it is. This also then led later to Mox and Page. Yep. Mox saying uh, to let it go, but Hangman just can't. He's not happy with the way it ended. He knows Mox is an eager. Mox is like, well, you don't have any friends. Then out come the dork order, and he's like, oh, I've got friends. They just suck. Um, one's, one's got tiny hands. One nobody cares about. And then there's the guy in the mask who is not in Mox's league, but decided to put his hands on him because he's fucking stupid. Uh, who's like, ah, we've been respecting Hangman's wishes, but we're sick of that shit. And we're going to come out here and we're going to mix it up with people that are way better than us and are probably going to kick our ass. And that's where he's we're at. He's a man in the mask. He's not the man in the mask. Let's make that clear. Right now in the dork order, he is the man in the mask. There is no one else no, in the mask. There's no, well, basically no dork order anymore. No, no, no. And apparently, there, and apparently he has ball, balls now, so. There's Evil Uno, a man in the mask. And then there's Excalibur, the man in the mask. Yeah, but he's the man in the mask in the dark order. You just can't let me have this. I can't, because I said it. I hate you. (laughs) Uh, You need to Google who LFO is. Maybe listen to a couple of their songs. (laughs) Isn't Jesus older than me? Like probably. I know. I see. I know because I had a little sister. So like that's the only reason I know who the fuck LFO is. I know who LFO is. Yeah. Um. You know. I'm. I'm doing all this, and then Mox accepts Hangman's page. He accepts Hangman Page's challenge. In a Texas death match. Uh, Because, yeah, all death matches take place in Texas because... Because uh, Texas. Because Texas. So. Yeehaw. I mean, I'm all about Hangman Mox 4. I mean, I'm I'm never going to turn that down. Like, the, the, they're going to put on great matches. Now Allison's just... <laughs> All the lyrics. LFO songs in the chat, which they're again, most one of my famous. Things. They're most um, famous. I'm, I said something earlier and I was thinking about naming. Oh, uh, I don't know. I haven't come up with a name for the show yet. I have to figure that out. Also, Chad, that's your job. Give me something because I think right now, um, it puts the lotion in the basket is leading for uh, title of the show that or sex dungeons and parking lots. I'm not sure which yet. <clears throat> I, do you want me to write both of those down just in case? Yeah, just in case, because I'll probably okay. forget. I got you. Um, Bakley, spit or swallow? I'm going to go with, I didn't think I was going to say this, but the triple threat match with uh, Ruby, Tony, and Brent Baker. 
in the beginning of the whole thing, I didn't know what was going on at, a few weeks ago, but as they're doing it, I'm starting to like it a little bit more. One of the grapes that I've had with AEW was, what are they going to do uh, Ruby? Because I felt like she's a really good wrestler, and they just would start something and then just stop with her, and then she'd be put on elevation. And they've added entry with her. What side is she going to go? Because you have, of course, Sor- Soraya and Tony on one side, and then you got Britt and Hater on the other, and then Ruby is stuck in the middle, right there. You see both sides pull at her, pull at her, and she's she almost just freaked out in the middle. She was just like, "Stop it!" And she freaked out. And for her to have the victory here, this is her second straight victory because I think she beat didn't she beat Tony Storm last week? I don't know. Or a couple weeks ago? I'm joking. Okay. And then she comes in and wins. After not even doing the finish, she just throws uh, Tony out, I believe, on the Soraya and steals the pin. Mm-hmm. And, and then the whole confrontation at the end again makes me wonder, what are they going to do with her? It's still going on. She, at some point, she's going to have to choose sides. What side is she going to choose? So they're just making more and more uh, of uh, what's Ruby going to do instead of the two groups. Because you thought it was going to be this group versus this group. But right now, it's what side is Ruby going to take? Because she refuses to pick a side right now. I told Katie this, um, I think in a group chat or DM or something. But uh, I think this new version of Athena would fit very well with what Tony and Saray are doing. And I'd really like to see that happen. So I'd be fine with Ruby siding with the originals, uh, the AEW originals, even though she's not an AEW original. I'm okay with that. Because it's not, it is, but it isn't. Like, they're they're kind of, I'm enjoying this, but they're doing a poor job at parrying the NWO, if that's kind of the route that they're going with the spray paint and the outsiders. They gave him a deal. name this week, I just forget it. It was They called him the Freelancers, which is yes. god-awful. Yes. Terrible. So, but they couldn't use the outsiders and... It like feels like that's where they're else. going, but yeah, it's a poor man's version. However, I still enjoy it. I, I enjoy Soraya. I Tony is fucking fantastic. Jamie is involved in this. She's killing it. Uh, Britt yep. gets a lot of hate for no fucking reason because she is kind of the linchpin of the entire women's division and has had been since yep. the go. Ever yep. since she uh, got thrown in the pool uh, on the cruise ship uh, and then turned heel, she has been fucking fantastic. Uh from that moment, that was kind of like the okay, no more babyface Brit moment, and Brit has been killing it. Um, we still have Sheeta. We Sheeta was around, and then she disappeared. We don't know where Sheeta falls. Yeah, but, she was. Yeah, wasn't she in the crowd watching? Wasn't exactly. she? The- <laughs> so we don't know where Sheeta lies in this, and what Sheeta's association is. <laughs> there are so many other women. Like where the fuck is Riho? Uh, Chris Statlander is around. She's. Yeah technically an AEW original like we have pieces to play in this um i'm very curious to see where it goes so yeah i just feel like she should have won the own the own heart tournament over brit last year and maybe this is their way of making up for it and finally doing something with her like if if they make it a situation where she finally gets a, a title shot down the line 
against Jamie Hader. That'd be cool, but they're actually building their character up. It's another woman that they can use each week. You need to build the, the women's division up where it's not just, okay, Britt, Hader, and Jade. You need them to face people and have more storylines, and they're doing a great job so far with Ruby. And shout out to AEW for putting the women in the main event. You're... Yes. Their yearly quota. It won't happen again. Don't worry, guys. I said it I said it last night, too. I stand by it. If it happens again, call me a fool. Unless it's on Rampage. Because they were that doing doesn't it on Rampage. That fucking count! <laughs> doesn't Katie's count. Swallow. Um, I'm spitting Christian coming back and still being involved with Jungle Boy. I really thought we were done with this. I really did. We do not need this again to lead to a magic revolution. I already know this. I know where it's going. Christian's not injured. He's finally cleared. Uh, where the fuck that. is Luchasaurus? Exactly. Where's Evil Barney at? I don't know. Listen, I, I 100% agree with you. I, I don't need Jungle Boy Christian anymore. And this is one yeah. of those things that I talk about where AEW moves on from a story or you think they've moved on from a story and they come back to it. At some point, Keith Lee is going to show up after Swerve has done whatever the fuck Swerve is doing and get back involved. Yes. He did. He did. He did tonight. 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 Yep. Okay. Yeah. See, I didn't watch the Rampage. So. <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's been weeks. It's like, where the fuck is Keith Lee? They've moved on, blah, blah, blah. And now weeks later, he's come back and got back involved. And we've just wasted weeks that we could have been developing and doing this. And instead, he's beating up whoever the fuck he beat up in the fucking uh, factory and the dumb Dustin shit Rhodes. he was doing with his white friends. Who? Dust- he beat up Dustin Rhodes. Yeah. Like, in I the don't. Factory. Who the. Your feud is with <laughs> Keith Lee. Why are we doing this second generation side feud bullshit? Because Keith Lee was written off TV because he. Shattered his sternum. Actually, I mean, he very well could have because that shit, the cinder block exploded on his chest. I don't actually know what that could actually do to you. But Keith Lee cut his hair. He looks menacing as all hell now. It's like a little gray. It's crazy. I'm going to so, have to go watch this because Keith Lee was on. So it looks like oh, Keith yeah. Lee ate Chris Candido. <laughs> That's what it looks like. Okay, now I'm definitely. Did he dye his hair blonde? Yes. It it looks gray. It doesn't even look blonde. It look it, it looks uh, like like bleach blonde. Okay. I'm it was the back. main it was like just literally go to the end of Rampage. No Jesus, that's not what I said. I said a cinder block exploded. And apparently <laughs> trench is lost. Thanks to the like, Ain't nobody give a fuck about Wish Lance Archer anyways. Like Yeah, no, we're good with that. Trench can be yeah. gone. In the trenches. Yeah. Fuck trench. Uh also they get rid of uh fucking Parker Bordeaux too. He can go too. Yeah. I, I don't like Swerve's white friends. He has bad taste in white yeah. friends. These are not the white people you want to hang out with. Not but got some white people you can kick it with. But back then back the jungle boy and uh Christian. Uh it, I knew it was gonna happen because they want to bring back Christian now that he's healthy and have Jungle Boy go over on him. That's why they're doing it. Everybody oh, knows it. it. Jungle Boy was fine. Yeah. I don't know, it was fine. He's, he's been he's been hanging out with Hook too much lately. That hey, 
<laughs> I was they actually had, okay with Jungle Hook. They had the, the tag team name, fantastic. I Listen, love Jungle Hook. Hook in a tag <laughs> team with someone I like works for me. Hook Housen. Hookhausen, Jungle Hook. This works for me. Uh, Hook being a single star who's wrecking people and wakes up from a nap and eats snacks does not work for me. <laughs> uh, putting him with someone that is entertaining and letting him be that technical menacing guy, kind of like they did with Redacted, you know, the rabid Wolverine, where they paired him up with people, let him be the technical menace. He was with, uh, you know, Cena for a little while. They, they did things like that, yeah. and it worked for him. This will work for Hook. Do that. Yeah. Um, I don't. I don't need to see Christian. Christian can move on and do something else. I don't know what. I don't know. Honestly, like I was excited for it, but I don't know what value guys like Matt Hardy and Christian hold in AEW anymore. I really don't. I don't see value in Christian and Matt Hardy or any of those guys anymore. Dustin uh, in AEW anymore. I don't see it. They don't need them. They're not there. And the people that were the person who was in charge who was booking who utilized them and had a good idea of how to utilize them is over making a shit ton of money in wwe and gonna win the title uh and coke had took all of the booking power away from him and uh his three friends because they were bickering about how the show should be run and you mean the snowman yeah the snowman <laughs> um i'm gonna swallow the mjf promo calling out christopher daniels to bury Brian Danielson, Christopher Daniel comes out and says, Brian Danielson's going to knock MJF's dick in the dirt, uh, brags about Ring of Honor, and puts over Brian, Ring of Honor, the, their history, all of this stuff. Oh, he paid me all this money to come out here and talk shit. I'm not going to do it. But then then Chris runs his mouth just a little too much. He, 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 he forgot that he's out there by himself, and he said some things. That led to MGF just whooping his ass until Brian Danielson came down and made the save. Mm -hmm. This was nice. Like, we had one bad week of a kind of lame MGF promo. Then we got the really fucked up car story. Now we've got him beating up Brian Danielson's friends. And I'm back. I'm back. <laughs> You're back in. I'm back in. With, like, I enjoyed the fact that they brought Christopher Daniels in for this. Like, it it was a good change of pace, so it wasn't just MJF shitting on the All-American Nightmare Dragon Jake Long Brian Danielson. Like, I'm okay with that. And people kept commenting on Christopher Daniels' eye. It's legitimately been like that for months. Like, it's not a contact. His eye is just permanently fucked up. Yeah. Which is insane, because it's gnarly looking. I don't remember how it happened, though. Are we sure it's not a contact, though? I, I, I'm, I'm gonna, I don't remember what happened. I'm gonna look it up because I, I honestly don't remember. Remember when they ripped out Rey Mysterio's eye and then faked that for, and then just gave up on it? Yeah, but maybe like, he's just really committed to the gimmick. I, I wouldn't really want to be committed to this gimmick <laughs> as someone who has terrible vision and is already half blind in an eye. That's a fear. So. Fair enough. Um, well, Katie's looking that up. Uh, Bakley, I, here, here's your chance because I did put the hashtag in there. Um, so you have you have permission and you have to talk about Impact at some point because you told me mm -hmm. you're going to, and I put it in there. 
So yeah. somebody may have seen that and said, oh, hey, they said impact. So say something about impact. Please. I am swallowing everything Steve Macklin right now. Uh, of course, everyone knows him from WWE. He is killing it right now. He had a match with Rhino where he, the last time they wrestled, he beat him with the gore, uh, his own finisher. So this was an open round match. The winner would go on to no surrender in a fatal four-way to determine the next number one contender for the Impact War title uh, of down the line, Steve Mack. That 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 is former forgotten son turned fucking yes. Diana Perazzo, right? Yes. Okay. His uh, his catchphrase is tag him and bag him. That I don't mm. like that. No, mm. I don't he, like that because he was in the military. Uh, that, so I was gonna say that, I think that makes me like it less. That that's giving me those, well, uh, they, those they, forgotten sons gunner vibes. You know, yeah. That's but they've been idea. running the storyline where he's beaten every single former impact world champion in the past year, and he has yet to get a war title shot. And the guy that he had just beaten last, Rick Swan, has just gotten a title shot at the pay-per-view. So he's calling. He's been calling collusion uh, with Impact, and maybe this is the first time that he's gonna get finally get that shot. And uh, this is the the move to do because they've, for some reason, they're just not doing it. They're keeping him and Josh Alexander apart from each other. He's great in the ring. All of his matches are top notch. Like I said, he's beaten every former champion, and just the story of that progressing each week to each week has kept me tuned in to everything that he does. Okay. Okay. Uh, I was just about to ask you who the champion was. Uh, I'm assuming Josh Alexander is still champion. Ethan Page is a former partner. With, with with his headgear and his singlet. Yeah. And wrestler. The, the, the Canadian Kurt Angle. Ooh, Canadian Kurt Angle. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Katie, have you found the info you were looking for on Christopher Daniels' eye? Yes. Um, he suffered a massive hemorrhage to his eye. Um, he can he can still see out of it and everything, and it was more so just like um, cosmetic surgery done to his face, other than medical, or more so than medical. Like he can still see, but like, yeah, his eye is just kind of fucked. I didn't know you get hemorrhoids in your eye. Not, not what I said. Are you sure? Massive eye hemorrhage. What's the difference? Isn't a hemorrhoid a hemorrhage? No. Are you sure? Hemorrhage is when you bleed a lot. And like, I, I also in... believe that hemorrhoids can cause you to bleed. An escape of blood from a ruptured blood vessel, especially when profuse, is the definition of a And I'll read the definition of a hemorrhoid. I hate you so much. The fact that it came up right underneath irritates me. Um, It's just... it's No, it does cause discomfort and bleeding. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, sorry, I don't know this off the top of my head. 
you need to be more familiar with your H your H uh, afflictions, hemorrhages and hemorrhoids. Or we can just move on. Episode two eighty one, hemorrhages and hemorrhoids. <laughs> Which would be kind of hilarious with the Bianca Belair picture that is in the logo. I don't think we should do that. It's um, not my show, so I have no say. It's on you, Katie. Swallow. How do I go on from this? Um, you talk about how Ronda's a hemorrhoid on the WWE's ass. No, because I don't even want to talk about Ronda Rousey because I hate her. I'm over it. She can just go away. Um, I will talk about something that I do like. Adam Cole. Who would have guessed? I I don't know who he will face at Revolution, but like we know his first match will be at Revolution after his very terrible injury that left him scarred internally and mentally. But I just liked his little sit-down interview with Renee. They were kind of just hanging out. They were buds chilling. It was great. Like I'm glad that they're keeping it like under wraps on who he's gonna face. They probably don't even know yet. I mean, he did say, like, the roster... They do have a big roster. I give them that. They don't utilize 80% of them. But they have a big roster that they could use. People are saying it could be Swiss cheese stays white. Like, it very well could be. I personally don't want to see that because I don't like Jay. I want Adam Cole to have a match with somebody that I do kind of like in the ring. Just personally. I don't know what we're going to do with it, but I'm excited. And it's just, we're just slowly getting back to seeing Adam Cole in the ring. And that's all I've been wanting. He's on some bullshit. Remember how we were talking about how there's something about Kiana where she's just being too nice and sweet and we don't trust it. Same thing with Adam. I have known Adam a very long time. I have a very elongated relationship with Adam. My relationship with Adam Cole is longer than my dick. And let me tell you something. I do not trust a goddamn word. This man is saying because he is being too <sighs> genuine and too sweet he is up to some shit, Katie. Too sweet? No, not, not was, that. Oh, okay. I was just, just going to c- compare this to the whole Lex Luger traveling America again, fans on his side, but in reality, that's not who he is. Mm-hmm. I was giving Listen, that type of vibes. I know it's not who Adam Cole is. I know he's a vindictive son of a bitch, and I love that side of him, too. I am just happy he's okay, and I'm just enjoying this time now. Oh, I agree, sure. and I'm excited to see him wrestle. I'm just saying, all of this sweet, nice Renee Paquette interviews, I love people, and I love fans, and I want to be competitive, and I want to have matches with the best in AEW, and I'm watching. It's He's so full of shit. He is going to pull some shady shit. He is going to super kick somebody in the face and knee him and do all sorts of fucked up shit just when we're like, oh, yeah, he's such a good guy. No, he's going to turn on us, and we're going to love it. That's who Adam Cole. I, I think it might not happen for a while though, because right now what the lacking is baby faces. They don't have that many. They got quite a few heels, but they don't have baby faces. So I could see this happening for a while before he gets to that point where it's like, yep, Adam Cole's back. Okay. Um, I am going to swallow Shotzi being on my TV, but spit the fact that Rhonda tapped her out. Because anytime Shotzi's on my TV, it's a swallow. Anytime Shotzi loses, especially to Ronda Rousey, even though I do like Ronda and Shayna as a tag team, it's a spit. Because I just don't want to see Shotzi lose. 
That is a personal preference to never see Shotzi lose. Can I say that Shotzi is one of my favorite wrestlers now after she dropped Ronda on her head? It was one of the best moments of SmackDown for me since I hate everything Ronda Rousey. And this was just a joyful thing to see her just drop her on the mat on her head to the outside. So Shotzi is fucking those spots up, man. With Shotzi, too. Yeah. Yeah, because Ronda's disrespectful. No, Ron is trash. But yeah, no, I'm with you. Uh, and I, I love me some Shotzi Blackheart. So, uh, I know you do. Everyone knows. Everybody knows. <sighs> Shotzi. Begley, <laughs> spit or swallow? I am going to spit. <laughs> you mentioned the, the, the match. Uh, Dustin Rhodes versus Swerve with Lee coming back. I just wasn't into it. Wasn't into the match. I love Dustin Rhodes. I love Swerve Scott uh, as wrestlers, but it just it didn't do anything for me. You had the fact that for some reason he's blaming Trent, uh, Dustin for Trench being nowhere to be found. He said he called him all week and can't get him on the phone. He's just disappeared thanks to Dustin apparently. And they had the match. And you have to bring the Cinnabon back. And then you got Keith Lee after just having like eaten Chris Candido, uh, looking like he has the hair. Oh, he yeah, looks yeah, like okay. he's got 50 yeah. pounds heavier. It, it just didn't do anything for me. I knew the match was going to happen. They just could have presented it a better way than this. You, you had me for a second. I was very confused because you said – just eating Chris Candido, and I'm like, he ate a corpse? And then I remember that you said it earlier, and I knew where we were at, blonde-haired yeah. Keith Lee. <laughs> and he looks bigger, so. Yeah. I mean, it, it did what it had to do to get Keith yeah. back, so I'll take it. Okay. Uh, Katie, spit or swallow. I, I really thought you were going to have more there. I can't comment on it because I didn't remember that Rampage I'll, I'll was on say, seven. I, I'll just say that Parker Bordeaux is not ready yet. He botched another no spot shit. today. And I know this. Yeah, I know this is their way of trying to see what they have in them. Trench is better than Parker. I'll say that. But they're mm. both terrible, so that's not saying much. At least one is green, and he just started out, whereas the other has been on two different uh wrestling uh promotions and has failed on both so far well it's because he was also kidnapping people in a van in nxt or that's what matt wanted and now that's he's just wants. well matt no <laughs> you you already put more evil into this world by saying that than us just getting that is it? Is it though? Uh, I mean, kidnapping people and putting them in a sex dungeon seems way worse than just kidnapping someone and keeping them in a van. I guess. Personally speaking, uh, I guess. Oh, uh, Katie, spit a swallow. I'm swallowing House of Black. What happened they... with House of Black? On Dynamite, there was the glitch at the end of the Elite's promo, kind of just quickly showing that. And then on Rampage, after the Elite's match with 
Top Flight and AR Fox, which AR Fox and Top Flight are fantastic. Um, lights went out and Brody and Malachi were just standing on the ramp, staring menacingly through I think their it was, masks. I think it was Brody and uh, Buddy were standing there. Mm-mm. It was it was Malachi. Okay. Well, either way, and, it was great. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I I was wondering why Buddy wasn't there, but he might he might be off doing something else right now until they need him for this. But it's setting up what Matt and I want is them to take the titles off of the elite, and they finally become the trio champions. Yeah, because that would be that would right so many wrongs that they have been doing with these titles. There's two things I want. I want them to take the titles, and I want Kenny Omega to just get as far away from the Young Bucks. Because I like solo Kenny Omega. I don't like him with the Young Bucks. Like, how far are we talking? Like, New Japan away from the Young Bucks? Like, (laughs) GCW away from the Young Bucks? How far away from the Young Bucks can we get Kenny Omega? How far away from AEW can we get the Elite? That is my question. Uh, I don't know. Not far enough to your liking. I just want singles, Kenny. I don't want this pairing with the young bucks doing this thing. I know they did it for a reason uh, right away because he was just coming back. They wanted to get his bearings in. Kenny Omega's fine now. He had that banger of a match with Osprey. That's all you need to see to know that he is a singles guy back. Let him do that. Have him just do his own thing because that's when he's at his best. Yeah, like he has that title. Just have him go work in Japan. Enough with this shit with the elite. Just go back to Japan and work. You have a title there. Go defend it. All right. This is going to be our last round because we're coming up on two hours. So everyone pick your last spit or swallow. I will kick it off. Uh, I'm going to spit Viking Raiders versus bangbros.com. Bangbros.com. I talked about this in our group chat. Um, This is everything that I should like. It's the tag team that I wanted, the Banger Bros, and it is the Viking Raiders who, as War Raiders, I was a huge fan of an NXT. This is a version of the War Raiders I wanted to see. However, for whatever reason, this entire feud is just not hitting for me. It's not doing it for me. And I don't... Maybe it's Valhalla's stinky feet. Like, I don't know what it is about this that it it has all of the elements that should work for me, and it just isn't. No. Like, I love Drew, love Seamus. I... I really loved when they were the War Raiders. Like, I was very much about it. But, yeah, I I really just can't fucking stand Sarah Logan at all. She, I think she's she's bringing him down. It's all her fault. Bagley and Klaus? No, I'm just in agreement. I, I mentioned it before. I like their work in New Japan, in NXT. Uh, there wasn't any... Crazy gimmick. I know the gimmick is supposed to help them out. It's supposed to give them this edge. But once you get to their ninth gimmick in four years, I, I just tune out. Uh, like they have great matches. They did tonight. It's just what they're doing outside of that. It's just not uh, translating because yeah. they do too much. They too many start, stop, start, stop. It's just I give up on it. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Katie, Spitter Swallow. Or no, I'm sorry, Bakley, Spitter Swallow. Gunther and Madcap, I swallow. They had a great match. Uh, Anything Gunther does, 
is a swallow for me. He's one of my favorite wrestlers in WWE right now. I think down the line, you have to have him and Cody one-on-one. They, to me, it's the yin to the yang, I feel like. It's Rocky and, versus Dragunov. Or yes. Drago. Not Dragunov. But, Rocky versus but, Drago. I, I really liked Madcap, and he, he, Guther was there to carry him in the match. They had a great match. They just need to uh, change the name. Uh, they need to bring it back to Riddick Moss. If he was Riddick Moss, he'd be more of a relatable uh, uh, favorite character in WWE. It's just Madcap. I don't like the name. It just reminds me of the fact that he was with uh, Baron Corbin. And even though he's doing better than Baron Corbin right now, He's actually winning matches and getting title shots. It still brings me back to when he was his sidekick. And they need to change that. We'll look back up. Uh, I was going to say, didn't Will was going to bed like 20 minutes ago? Yeah. <laughs> Bailey, I'm with you. I said it on Twitter when he's like, people don't believe in me. It's like, it's not that we don't believe in you. We just. Can't That's the him. issue is we think your name's stupid. Yeah, has nothing to do with not believing in you. And now, and now he has the girl to, the, to be with, so it adds a little bit more to his character. Yeah. Mm. All right, Katie, what is your last spit and or swallow for the evening? I mean, everything I okay. Um, I'll swallow Mark Briscoe versus Josh Woods on AEW. Good match. Lucha Bros came back. That's always a good time. Love me some Lucha Bros. Cerro Miedo. Got their visa issues fixed. Yeah. Thank God. Um, where Pack is? I don't know. But that's fine. Uh, he'll come back eventually. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm never going to not... Like, I like Mark Briscoe. I didn't watch a lot of Briscoe Bros matches just because I didn't watch Ring of Honor. But him by himself, he's not bad. His finish is cool. The the fra- froggy froggy bow splash. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like that. He does it better than Grayson Waller tries to. He has great personality. He was here's the personality of the two, uh, between him and uh his brother, and they can use a lot of that in AW with them. I, I think it'd be a good story uh, to have him climb up and then win the, the Ring of Honor World title. That'd be a good story to, story to tell uh, there if they can have him be on Ring of Honor. I know they're doing the whole he signed to AW, but I want him to be more of a focus on the Ring of Honor brand. I was going to say, AEW's already fucked that up because I don't know who's yeah. in Ring of Honor. Like, they have two women in Ring of Honor right now. There's Athena and Mercedes, and that's it. And half of the people that are probably going to compete on Ring of Honor are signed to AEW deals. They have they have already fucked up what they could have done as a perfect brand split uh, before they even got the second show off the fucking ground. So, um, yeah, we'll see what it, happens. It's just... I just... I, I, I don't know. Apparently, everyone had to renew their visas at the same time. They all got them together, I guess. Uh, visa visa party. Yeah, visa party. <laughs> um, All right. Katie, what was your favorite show this week? Oh, fuck. I didn't actually think you were going to ask. Um, I know. I got to keep you on your toes. I hate you. 
Um, um, I'll go, I'll go Raw. I got a lot of women's matches. Bagley, what was your favorite show this week? I'm going to go with NXT. I'm not going to decide between the two of you, so I'm going to say I got Shotzi and Bray on SmackDown. <laughs> I'm going to go SmackDown. So SmackDown wins because it's match WWE wins best show of the week this week. Hey, there we go. Look at that. All right, uh, Bagley, tell everyone where they can find you, follow you, and do all of those things. You can find me on Twitter and on YouTube at CageMyIQ. I am doing all my uh, shows again. Took like a month and a half off because UFC was on a break. And you can also find me on Circle Debate with uh, the New Japan show that me, Ivan, and Daenerys do. And then our MMA show that we do on Wednesday nights on Circle Debate as well. There you go. Katie, tell them where they can find you. You can follow me on Twitter at KatieRasson13. Link to your Mavatic Outings, Shaley Showcase. Twitch.tv slash Shaley Showcase, typically Thursday, 6 p.m. Eastern. YouTube.com slash Shaley Showcase. Watch the videos way more entertaining. Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, if you want to listen. She Lead is the brand and the weekly show, Inside the Mind of. New episode dropping on Monday with Allison from Botch Bots and Chair Shots. <coughs> I was trying to get through the whole thing without coughing. It didn't work. Um, but everything else is up on the channel. Go check everything out. I do a lot of stuff over there. Subscribe. Follow. Please. Thanks. All of those things. And uh, thank you guys all for staying up so late with us or waking back up like Will uh, and watching us. If you're tired, uh, we we do have one thing to help you get through these late nights as you watch us. And that is WW. It's a clean energy drink that is made to give you focus with no crash, jitters, or angst like other energy drinks. They also have no malodextrin fillers and don't use artificial dyes. W contains vitamins, amino acids, nootropic, and 150 milligrams of caffeine. Product is made in the USA or in the USA in an FDA inspected facility that strictly adheres to GMP manufacturing guidelines. W is handpicked what they believe to be the 10 most critical ingredients for focus and concentration. W contains important aminos and vitamins that canned energy drinks simply don't have. W uses Neurofactor, a patented all natural cherry coffee extract to help fuel you. This ingredient is what gives W its laser focused and fast reflex effects, making it especially perfect for gamers. They disclose full ingredient amounts and the products will never contain fillers or artificial colors or dyes. W is also sugar free and malodextrin free, which makes it keto friendly. So go to w.creationworld.com, use code creation, get 10% off your order today. Again, that's w.creationworld.com, use code creation to help you stay up on these late nights. If you're going to probably do like Bakley, I, would, I wish I could and leave here and go play some Hogwarts Legacy. You need something to keep you up on, you know, a late Friday night, Saturday night, whatever. That's what we got for you. As far as me, you guys can follow me on Twitter only. I'm at Rizzo, M-A-T-T-R-I-D-D-E-R. Or if you want to check out our horror stuff, go check out Getting Off. I uh, will be talking to Katie, Reek, and Justin very soon about figuring out what our next episode was and when we're going to record the recording for the Texas Chainsaw Massacre Porn Parody Watch Along. Two things coming. One Pornhub exclusive. Uh, it's going <laughs> to happen. So uh, look for that. Uh, Creation World is the banner under which everything Smack and Raw exists. And you can follow them at It's Creation World, I-T-S-C-R-E-A-T-I-A World, creationworld.com, uh, Linktree slash Creation World. That'll get you twitch.tv slash Creation World, which you could be watching us on right now. And if you do, you get a subscription if you have Amazon Prime. So please throw us or any of your favorite Twitch, uh, Twitch streamers that subscription. If you're over on YouTube, subscription is free. So subscribe, click that notification bell so you know when we go live for all of our shows. Uh, Creation conversation during the week, this on the weekends. And uh, 
Yeah, I think that's everything. Oh, uh, Pornhub. We are on Pornhub. It's my favorite thing. I don't know how I forgot that. Pornhub.com slash models slash creation world. If you're watching this later, go watch us there. <laughs> I think that's it. All right. For Miss Katie Kinsey Bay Bay and the man with the IQ, Dan Bakley, I am the patron saint of podcasting the word Mad Ritter, and this has been the number one wrestling podcast on Pornhub. Lady y'all.